Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, Doug Mallard. Hey, Doug Benson. I'm so excited for San Antonio this weekend. Yeah. We're doing two shows. The Doug Loves Movies taping on Saturday, August 7th at 420. And you're going to be one of the guests, one of the amazing movie knowledgeable people on the panel. <laughs> yeah. And we're doing a stand-up show on Sunday, August 8th, also at 420. Woo-hoo. Both shows, LOL Comedy Club. And on Sunday... This is so exciting. I hope to do more of this. Every Doug, if you've got a picture ID and it says Doug on it, you can get in for free. <laughs> Calling so all like, Dougs. Yeah, so Doug Miller, you get in for free. You don't have to pay. To <laughs> okay, cool. For once, you don't have to pay to do stand-up. And then, uh, yeah, they just have to prove their name's Doug. And I'll even go as far to say if Doug is anywhere in their name, at this point, I feel like not too many Dougs are in the San Antonio area. I could be wrong. I mean, Dougs that are also a fan of my podcasts and comedy and would want to come to the show would want to also still have to pony up for the two item minimum. So it's a lot to ask a Doug. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if any Dougs take us up on it. But middle name, last name, first name, just D-O-U-G anywhere in your name. Uh, and you're good to go. Uh, for more deets uh, about the shows, if you're not a Doug, go to douglasmovies.com. Our guest today is the father of twins who might start screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian, an actor. He's been on staff at The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon for a minute, and he's toured with The Roots. Whoa. Like, he opens for the roots sometimes. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Seth Herzog. Let's go to work. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Seth Herzog. Hey, Dougs. How are you? Hey, what's up? Uh, have, you met Doug, have you met Doug, Doug Mellard before? I have not met Doug, Doug Mellard, but I'm a huge fan of everything he's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, uh, were you, uh, let's quickly ask Doug Mellard, yeah. were you familiar with Seth before, uh, you know, I told you he was going to be a oh, guest. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm excited to have you, man. Thanks for being on. That was the most low energy, possibly <laughs> a lie. Yes, of course, I've ever heard. <laughs> no, no, I thought <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because it sounded to me like one of the most sincere things I've ever heard Doug say. <laughs> really? That was the most sincere thing ever? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was really committed to that. And I was like proud of him. And then you pointed out how... Uh, Deeply insincere it felt. But I I do believe him, and um, we do appreciate you being here. Of course. It's, uh, you know, an interview show, but also heavily focused on uh, names and uh, the effects that they have uh, on the people that have them, the people that give them. Etc. But before we get to before we get yeah. to uh, uh, your name, how's it going in general? Uh, in general, things are okay. 
I mean, um, you know, the city has me worried about catching the Delta variant everywhere I go. Yeah. That's all I hear You're on about. the East Coast. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in uh, New York City, and yeah, everyone's worrying about. Everyone's. That's all anyone's talking about, and everyone who's you know vaxxed is. Some people are testing positive, and so I stopped licking faces today. Today was my day to stop licking. <laughs> oh, okay, finally. Yep, I feel like <laughs> you have to quit I'm, eventually, and I'm going to get forced to quit. So this is it. I'm glad to hear it, and. Yeah, uh, yeah. How old are the twins now? I have twin girls. They are two years and about eight months yesterday, the day before. Yeah. They are really hilarious. They are, you know what they're up there, love music. And they're lately obsessed with post Beatles, John and Yoko period. Oh, I mean. That's their thing now. You had to introduce it to them. They didn't find that on their own. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just we live on 72nd Street over here, right? So not too far from the Dakota. And my wife was explaining how Yoko Ono lives there. And then they started showing videos of Yoko Ono. Now it's all they want to listen to. Oh, I see. John and like Yoko stuff. That's wild. And, you know, it's never too early to teach them about a murder and how it happened right there in front we of that didn't, building. We didn't, we didn't bring up that yet. I think they, oh. still, they still think John's alive. We haven't, oh, okay, I, haven't, good. I haven't broken the news to them yet. <laughs> when you do, when you, when you tell them the news, when they're of the right age, show them a picture of Yoko and John naked together while you tell them the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? And and there's so so many videos on YouTube of John and Yoko, but they all use the same footage from all their songs together. It's like there's only so much footage of them from that period. So there's there's a footage of them asleep in the back of like the white rolls. And for some reason, the girls love them asleep in the car. They're like, show us asleep in the car. We want to see them sleeping in the car. <laughs> why, why is that the piece of footage that you care the, the most about? Um, and they're also into space because they've listened to David Bowie and Space Oddity. Oh, cool. there's, there's a video that someone put together of the Apollo 11 launch and moonwalk to Space Oddity. And they love that video. And now they really want to hang out with Buzz Aldrin. They don't care about Neil Armstrong. They think he's a putz. They really want to hang out with Buzz Armstrong. <laughs> well, he's got a cooler name. He's got a cooler name. He seems like he's a tough guy, and they yeah. like him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe, do the kids, do they ex- instinctively maybe know that, because I assume living in, in New York City, you, mm-hmm. you didn't do the thing where you drive them around in a car to get them to fall asleep. No, I had to vibrate them on my legs. Yeah, but that's, but you know what I mean? That's a typical thing in the, you know, out in the suburbs and stuff is that yep. you just drive the kid around. So maybe, maybe the sleeping in the car without having experienced it, they still know how delightful it is. They definitely love being in a car. <laughs> we do have a car and we drive them around and they fall asleep whether we like it or not. You know, wherever <laughs> we're going, you know. they're asleep in the car every single time. They, they sort of like have a love-hate relationship with the car, to be perfectly honest with you, because they're beginning car sick lately and they don't oh. like throwing up, but they yeah. throw up a lot. So we're always like, we're going to get in the car and drive to Jersey. And they're like, no, I don't want to throw up. <laughs> I don't like throwing up. So that's, they, they have to fight the urge not to puke. You should do a rewrite of the uh, Toys R Us song because they, they have the song that says, I don't want to grow up. And you can just change it to <laughs> throw up and you're good to go. <laughs> they should do that. We did fly them to New Mexico over the summer. And between the time we left our house to the time we got to where we were going, between the two of them, they threw up nine times collectively. Oh, my God. Um, it was wow, one, of them, one of them's a real lightweight in the throwing up department. <laughs> one of them threw up nine times. Um, <laughs> they threw up so many times on the plane that we had to bring four changes of clothes and we used them all. And we had to bring our own change of clothes. And I find myself completely changing pants and shirt in my seat in front oh, of everybody. Wow. You know? <laughs> so everyone got a real show. <laughs> Are you excited? Are you excited about never having any more kids that are this age? <laughs> you know, it's funny. We've been thinking about that. Like I'll miss it and won't miss it. There'll be parts I'll miss and parts I definitely will not miss. That's because you think you're good. You think you're good as far as kids. Um, I think it has to do with space and money less to do with like having to deal again. Right. You know, there's like so many other factors, but I mean, look, if one showed up, would I tell it it had to go? No, 
when I, when I kick it out of the house, be like, I've done this. Get out of here. Yeah. Adopt yourself somewhere. Um, <laughs> here's the adoption papers. Fill it out. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I probably done, but we don't know. You never know, man. What are what their names? Kieran and Savan, K-I-R-A-N and S-I-V-A-N. And their personalities are widely different. And they, they, it's amazing how they do listen to everything you say, like to the point where I'll forget anyone said anything, a phrase. Like one of them came up to me the other day and knew they were saying something controversial. And she goes, I got my boobs done. And I was <laughs> like, who told you that phrase? I've never said that phrase in my life. Where did you learn it? And she's laughing, she was laughing her ass off because she knew she said something, you know, that was like, that would cause a shock. Not a yeah. <laughs> and I said to her, well, you should sue that doctor because they did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> did she get it? She did not get that part of the joke. No. <laughs> now, why, why give, uh, what's the, you know, what are their uh, origin stories as far as the name go, the names go, because they, oh. are, they are unusual names, yes? Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is we had, we thought we were gonna have a boy and a girl. I had no idea what the sexes were gonna be till they arrived, but I just guessed it was gonna be a boy and a girl. And then when they first popped out, um, they showed me, uh, who was first? Kieran was first. And I was, and then they showed me another one and I was like, it was a girl again. I was like, you showed me that one already. Show me the second one. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see the dickless one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen the girl already. <laughs> They're like, this is the second one. I'm like, ah. So the names, we thought we, thought we were gonna name the boy Sid, like Sidney. Mm -hmm. and, and then we had several days in the hospital to sort of think it over. And my wife did a bunch of research and she looked up Savan as like, a, it's a Hebrew word for seven and it has a lot of Hebrew origins. Um, and we just thought it was a cool word, you know? It's just like a neat, it's a, it's a last name for a lot of people, but it's no one's, no one uses it as a first name, but there's our, it's a pretty popular last name. Um, so she just, we just pitched around a lot of names and she just thought of that and I thought it was great. And Karen is actually a boy's name in India and she liked it for a girl. Um, and my mom's name is Kira, K-E-R-A, so. We just thought it was kind of fun to sort of like, she was just loved the name and it's kind of half named after my mom. So we went with that one. We used to have a theory on this show, mm -hmm. us Dougs, that like, you know, unusual names uh, help to create uh, unusual people, like people that are more likely to stand out in other ways because they already I, stand out. I agree. Like, and I was obsessed with names as a younger person. Like I... I always thought like names that were slightly off were the best, not too off so that people have to be like explained what they are or how to yeah. spell it, but slightly uncommon were like just the best kind of like window to be in. If I had a boy, I always wanted to name it Shane. You know, I thought Shane was kind of a cool name, not too popular, but you know what it is, but you don't know that many. Um, and I mentioned <laughs> that to my brother and my brother named his son, son Shane. Uh, he stole it. Rip off. He so, wow. I was so I was actually kind of furious. I was like, you stole my name. I was like, yeah, that's I thought like, it was a good idea. <laughs> that's like uh, George Costanza gets, gets yes. mad about that. <laughs> yeah, seven, which is actually funny because Savant is kind of seven. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, um, thought, I thought of that twice now. I definitely yeah, exactly. flashed on that when you said Savant. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we sort of assembled to think because what's hilarious about that is my wife doesn't like Seinfeld the show. And she's like one of the, the fewest people in the world. It's like, I don't think it's funny. I don't get it. Oh, wow. I think Jerry's a terrible actor. I don't like watching him. And so she's never seen any of the episodes. So it's a, it, as a side note, it's just funny. You've, you don't realize how much that show comes up in regular conversation in life yeah. Yeah. with someone who doesn't know any of the references. And then you're at dinner or any conversation and someone makes like a, a joke about you, no soup for you. And I, and I always have to say she doesn't get that. <laughs> you know, like people just say that in conversation all the time, stuff like that. And I'm like, you don't understand. She doesn't understand what you're talking about. I mean, she's got to know when Festivus is. Festivus is. She doesn't right? understand what Festivus is. I have to explain Wait, she that. Got, she just to know when it is. Yeah, she knows it when it is. every year. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but she had never, but she said to me early on, she goes, I think we should name the kid Seven. And I started laughing. And I was like, yeah. I thought you didn't, I thought you didn't know Seinfeld. She goes, I don't. 
I was like, well, that's a whole episode. She goes, what are you talking about? So I had to explain to her there's a whole episode of she wanted to name the kid seven. And so anyway, that was, so that ended up being a thing that she was really into and had never seen the show. Anyway. If you, if you go with Seinfeld names, I would name a kid spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just referencing things from the, from the, from the show. I think, yeah, I, think I think the, no the matter what boobs you, that, in the fake, fake boobs, boobs right, right. They're, they're yeah. spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> or just name your kid Bob's Sacamana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the, they also had another fake name they used to get the limousine that one time. Uh, oh man. I can't remember what it oh, is. Oh, was it the one where they take the limo to the speech? Yeah, and they just they just keep saying that they keep keep having to insist that they're this person. They say right. the name over and over again, and it right. sounds like a rich person. You know? I believe it's O'Brien. <laughs> oh, O'Brien! I'm not O'Brien. Oh O'Brien. yeah, right. yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, now That's I'm thinking so of a completely different one where George makes up a name for himself. He makes up like a persona, and well, it's got Art, Art Bandelay. Mandalay, Mandalay. Right. Vandalay, yeah, that's it. Vandalay, yeah. Indus- industries, you know? Yeah. And you yeah. want to be my latex salesman. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is oh, going great so far. No, but anyway, what I was going to talk about this- oh, was, go ahead. was that my first real, like, woman I was, like, in love with in college was named Knight with a K. Oh. And that was part of the thing that, like, she was gorgeous, but I was, like, part of the thing that, like, brought me under the spell was, like, she had, her name is Knight? With a K, wow. you got to be kidding. Like, yeah. And I was obsessed with like girls with like cool names. There was another girl I knew in high school named Keith. And she was like wow. gorgeous and named Keith. And I was like, there's nothing sexier than that. You know? <laughs> a hot girl well, named Keith? Come on. For a confused young man like yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I just thought like beautiful girls with like guy names or interesting names. It was like nothing harder than that. Daryl Hannah. That's such a Daryl Hannah is another one. Yeah. Beautiful woman. And her name is Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real, you're taking a real stab there though, because you give your kid like a, you know, you give, give them a name that seems like it's for the opposite sex. You just don't know what they're going to look like, you know, when they get, you know, and if they, right. if, if they're not gorgeous, then it's, you know, extra it's hard on, on them. them. Yeah. Or it's extra hard on them. Cause yeah. it just sort of like makes them seem like they're gay or something, you know, or, that, you know, <laughs> or like they just chose the name themselves or something. Yeah. But anyway, so, but it, but it works out if you, if it works for you, you know? Yes, exactly. But that's, that's, what's crazy about names is that they're given when you, at the point where you know as little about the person, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. You, you don't even know what they are going to claim to be when they get to an age where they get to decide, you know? But do you think they grow into the name? I, I don't know. We, we don't know if it's, you know, it's like nature or nurture, yeah. uh, you know, chicken or the egg. It's just sort of like, but I just feel that we're just, we're discovering that there's, there's less there's like, there's less dugs in exciting areas, <laughs> you, you, you know, like there are some for sure, but I, the ones that are yeah. there, I think are, I think they, they like tried to rise above there. You think you think Doug is a boring name is where you're coming at. Not as and not as much boring as it just it's uh, it's uninspiring. It's no, It's never like oh my god, thank God Doug is here. <laughs> <laughs> I had a meeting. I had a dinner with a Doug on Monday night, um, who I'd never really met before. But he's a he's an interesting guy. He's a CEO of this like tech startup in town here he's 35 and he's very smart but he's also very quiet and kind of subdued yeah. like his energy is very low but he's very smart and he has like yeah kind of, he has a lot to say but like he's not the life of the party you know there's no like, there's no high energy dugs yeah yeah that's <laughs> true that's true <laughs> do you think um, what do you think the most pinnacle doug is like the doug everyone looks up to like the like well, I like that doug it's part of my line of questioning in this first half of the show mm-hmm. every week. I was going to ask you, like mm-hmm. we ask everybody, have you met first gentleman Douglas Emhoff? No, I've not met him. But you probably will, right? Doesn't everybody roll through Fallon? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going to show up. If I go out of my way, it, well, here's the thing. It depends when, when what's her name, <laughs> the vice president, Kamala, she comes or not shows up because right now they can't really bring many people like oh sure. really strict like you can't like you if you're a guest you bring like two people maybe at the most 
Um, well, that's why I'm thinking there. Doug's going to be one of them. She yeah, she might be. But he, he's also a potential guest. It wouldn't, wouldn't they be interested in talking to him? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's, I don't the, know first, how interesting. First, he's the first first gentleman in history. He's the yeah. first guy that has to be like, yeah, I'm just married to her. Uh, <laughs> I got to be honest I'll try, with you. I'll try to chip in if I can. <laughs> I feel like that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to hang out and maybe go to parties. Like, that's kind of his thing. Like, I'll show up to a lot yeah. of parties. Yeah, he's um, very accepting of it. There was a movie made back in like the 60s where Fred McMurray becomes the first first gentleman. His wife becomes president. Right. And all the stuff they want him to do is so belittle, belittling and just stuff that a woman, uh, right. you know, supposedly would want to do. That right. he, It's just this story of a man who's insanely bitter about being married to the most powerful person in the world. That's so funny. <laughs> or is it a story about how they realize being the first lady is kind of a stupid job, but you never know it till you see it through the eyes of a man. Yeah, but I don't know. He really, he resists everything so severely that it, in such a sexist way that it's, it's, it's a very off-putting and long-ass movie. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. It's, it's supposed like a- to be funny that he doesn't want to decorate the White House, but it's like, yeah, we get it. He's a man, he doesn't know anything about decorating. He doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Right. But that, yeah, that joke ends after five to 10 minutes. Sure. Yeah. At most. At most. Yeah. 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 It's sort of like, who's the, who's the boss? Yeah. I mean, we're already done laughing at Doug Emhoff. Like nobody belittles him for be, for being, you know, just being married to the vice president. Yeah. Know? But he's a doctor. He has like his own job, doesn't he? I guess so. He's a lawyer of some. Yeah, I don't I think, think he's a, a doctor. He'd yeah, be lawyer. Call lawyer. Dr. Doug if he was right. a doctor. <laughs> I I think if he was hawking a book, we'd have him on the show. I feel like just yeah. to like ask about what's it like being the vice president's husband. I don't think that's enough to sustain. I feel like if I hit a book or something, then we'd, they'd probably have him on. Right, but also if somebody wants to like you know try to pump up uh, Kamala's approval numbers, uh, you know, appearances by him in in big place, you know, and in, yes. in good places could be helpful. Soften the image with the name Doug, you know, throw it. Yeah, really gonna help Doug's. But I don't think he's the. But I don't think he's pinnacle Doug in terms of like the personality. I think he is as generic a Doug as you're gonna find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily pop, but he also doesn't. You know, he seems pleasant. You know, he's yeah. like a pleasant, nice guy, like a dad. Yeah. He's like a real dad. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I can't even think about what kind of jokes he makes. I mean, in his Twitter, <laughs> his Twitter is kind of lighthearted. But anyway, if you ever run into him, just I know you might want to take the time to tell him about your daughters or something like personal. I'm going to tell him but, about he's got to get on World of Dugs. Yeah. yeah, if you could just say do wide World of Dugs, I, we would appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, you could probably get in touch with him pretty easily. You think I so? Bet he's, I bet he's not hard to get in touch with. Well, we've been talking about it for a year now and nothing's happened. So <laughs> he definitely he definitely doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I was actually yesterday I was on on Instagram and I was shocked how many different Seth Herzogs there were. Not oh, just wow. Seth, but people with my first and last name. There's like six of them. It's and shocking was, how yeah. uh, like because both those names to me, if you say a Seth or Herzog common, right. I go, right. well, I know a couple of each, but I don't, you know, I don't think they're that common. Uh, right. I, it's surprising. Yeah. And there's more. And I know for a fact there's more than the ones that are just listed on Instagram, because I know there's a white rapper in Kentucky named Seth Herzog. There's a kid <laughs> really? who, yeah, there's a guy who got arrested for bank robbery in Michigan. There's a kid who died like 20 years ago in an airplane crash. There's like a bunch oh, wow. plus there are these new ones that I'm seeing online. Um, oh, so was, maybe wide world of Seth Herzog's would be a good yeah. <laughs> Right. But I was thinking if we got us together, would there be common traits that we've grown into as walking around with this name? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't think Doug and I have too many common traits other than, you know, stand-up comedy. Yeah, we're goofballs. And being goofballs. What are the um, what are the other Dugs in your life, Seth? Uh, yeah. Do you do you have any close Dugs to you? Yeah, D- uh, D- yeah. Um, I'm, trying <laughs> I'm trying to think who the closest Dugs. He sounds there's, fun. <laughs> there's a guy. Uh, the most. I think if you live in New York, 
I yeah. think if you're a New Yorker, you know a lot more Dougs than anybody else anywhere else in the country. I feel like you just know more people. There's just people uh, in general just yeah. living there, you know? There's a guy, it's funny, who I would have been friends with for years. He has had a lot of different jobs. He's a really interesting, he's a little dude with glasses. Doug uh, uh, Friedmutter is his last name. <laughs> and he, he was just, I knew his wife and he's just a really funny little guy. You know, he's hilarious, he's very creative. And he's a, he's a professional poker player now. This is how he makes, he makes his money. Yeah, um, see, all of that is because he was saddled with that fucking name, Doug. What was the last name again? Friedmutter. Doug Friedmutter. Like, that is like, put that in a script. That's the yeah. character that walks in and everybody doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's the, he's, he's the kid eating eating glue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but he's a really interesting cat. In fact, even if you, but what's really funny is, so I've had him in the early days of Sweet, my, my show that was like weekly comedy show, I had him doing little bits and sketches. He's just like, not a particular like a stand up or an actor, but he's just a funny guy. And when I was first dating who the Heatha who became my wife, I had Doug Friedmutter on to do a bit where he was playing um, Soy Bomb. He was doing like a spoof of like Michael Portnoy's thing. From and the Grammys. From the Grammys, yeah. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Exactly. So we did a little spoof of that. And then my wife was like, is that Doug Friedmutter who was in that sketch? I was like, yeah, you know him? He goes, that was my boyfriend for years. <laughs> and what's funny is he's, a, he's such an interesting guy. Like he dated my wife early on. He <laughs> left wife. her for the woman who ended up being his wife. He's now living with this other woman upstate who's really beautiful. Like he's, he does very well. Oh, so he's living now with your next wife, do you think? Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. On a farm upstate. <laughs> so he, he lives on some farm upstate now, and he just plays poker from home all day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the wildest thing about professional poker is how it's yeah. just become like something you just do at home. But also, yeah. I, you know, like, I like to think that most professional poker players get some fun out of playing poker in person with other poker players. So like the, the, the thing online is just like, you're just like a robot just going through the motions and just making tons of money, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's figured it out how to, you know, he goes like, as everyone who's a professional poker player, I was talking to him about it. He goes, he has big losses and, and then big gains and big losses, big gains. So like how much money are you really making if like you're kind of evening out, yeah, more, that's more what they less, do. You know? That's that's yeah. that's why yeah, professional yeah. poker players can can uh, you know can just take such huge risks and be like mm -hmm. scary to play against because you don't know when they're making a huge bluff because right. they're so fucking rich they don't they can bluff they don't care like you know right. or maybe not rich but they're just you know they're cash fluid because they know how to play poker. Right, so they're used to losing twenty thousand <laughs> yeah. dollars on a hand because yeah, they'll make another being, twenty thousand in the next hand. Yeah. Not being upset about it, it's not yeah. chess. You know, it's not like where they have to win every single hand, every game. They they know that that, that losing's part of it because because yeah. luck is a factor no matter what. Yep. You yeah. know, and if you just stay in the game long enough, and you know what you're doing, and you can playing the player, you can make more cash. You know. Yes. Um, have you ever known or worked with or interacted with Doug Herzog? I, you know what's so funny? Yes, we're, we've become friends. And <laughs> you should have him on the show. He's a great guy. He, I didn't really know who he was until later in my career. But when I was young and I moved to New York, I sort of knew Jon Stewart a little bit through mm -hmm. the state guys. And we kind of grew up in the same town. And... He had a talk show, but before The Daily Show, remember he had like a talk show, The Jon Stewart Show. Yeah. And I went to a taping. It was I, on MTV. It was on MTV. And Doug Herzog was a president of MTV at the time. Yeah. Which I didn't know. And I show up and I have my name on the list to go to the to taping of The Jon Stewart Show. And they took me out of the line, like brought me in first, gave me a special seat, brought me water. And I'm like, these people know talent when they see it. <laughs> they thought I was like Doug Herzog's kid or brother or something like that. that you is know? That's, yeah, they can't take a chance that you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they so, got to treat you nice. It wasn't until later after the taping, I was like, oh, they thought I was that guy's 
relative. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I have over the years we've met and been introduced because everyone thinks we're related. As my sort of career got, you know, people got n- know me. Everyone thinks I was related to him. And then we yeah. met at several Comedy Central tapings, and we've talked and talked, and now we email each other a fair amount about stuff. But yeah, so we've be- we've become buddies. What's he? Do you know where he he's at now? He's in Jersey. He's retired. I think he's retired. Retired? Well, he left Comedy Central a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, and then he was then he was one of the guys at Quibi. Oh, he was at Quibi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing right now in terms. Okay. Of, I think he's just hanging out at home with his kids. Oh his man! Next, next move. Good for him. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll email him and tell him I was on the show and that he should do it if you're interested. I, I, you know, I know him and we've, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think that he would do the show if I asked him, I just haven't mm-hmm. asked yet. Cause it's, you know, we haven't really interviewed anybody that's not in comedy for the most part. I mean, right. I know he's a right. funny guy and that he knows yeah. a lot yeah. about comedy, but like we have comedians on, you know, so it's like, it, it, so we could just be silly. <laughs> right. And I still, I still have too much, like to me, he's almost like, uh, you know how, like, I, I don't know about you, but like, I, I never act too weird or do anything. I just like shut down around law enforcement and, um, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, any kind of authority figures and stuff and like him being president of MTV when I was mm-hmm. like a lowly comedian trying to get on MTV and right. like, right. you know, just, I still, he's still that guy to me, even though over the years he's been really nice and he says he's a fan and he's, right. you know, he's cool. And he was even like at Quibi we went to him to be like, Hey, my show high court isn't on comedy uh, central anymore. Right. It seems perfect. It was perfect for Quibi. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah, too bad. We already have Chrissy Teigen doing a judge show. So like that's all. But other than that, Doug seems, uh, you know, like he would have done it if they didn't already have a judge. So probably. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's super cool. And he, yeah, you're right. We should just have him on. Just have but, him on. But you'll find out later on in the show why another reason why I'm reticent to have him on. Okay. <laughs> Is there a section called Doug Herzog sucks and here's why? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have to experience the whole thing before you find out. Uh, okay. <laughs> why? Why? That, 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 that maybe, and even then, you might disagree with me. You might be like, "Oh, he would have been fine with that." Yeah. Um, but uh, have you ever, you've played lots of, uh, you know, wacky characters in movies and TV shows and uh-huh, videos uh-huh. and skits. Have uh-huh. you ever played a character named Doug? Ah. Uh, and how no. bad did that feel? <laughs> <laughs> I've played a Harold, which was, some, which was like a Doug-esque character. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've played a Harold too, yeah. I was, yeah. I was cast, a uh, Doug was cast as a Harold. The Harold, yeah. <laughs> I definitely played this nerdy guy named Harold in the movie um, In the Weeds, who was getting engaged. Uh, and I read this long poem, and then the ring's supposed to be in the dessert, but the ring gets stolen by one of the waiters. It's a whole plot. Anyway, um, did you like suggest that it should have been named Doug? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I really pitched that hard <laughs> that it should have been named Doug. I will say this, though. Thank Molly Ringwald was in that film. And they had the in the script i have a lot of lines because they kept the throughout the night of in in this like in this like restaurant they keep cutting back to me and i keep reading the poem every time they cut back to me as time goes goes <laughs> on and they were going to cut a lot of it but then molly ringwald was like let's keep all of it in it's funny because I, I i wrote more lines i kept writing funnier lines for the poem and she, yeah. she to her credit she made the director and producer keep them all in the film um, What's the film called? In the Weeds. I, and it stars Molly Ringwald. Well, she was the funny. She was like the name at the time, but Ellen Pompeo is really the lead, and Josh Leonard, and Bridget Moynihan, and a bunch of other people. I don't think I've seen this movie. I think I need to check it out. In I have a the Weeds, decent part. Yeah, Peter Regert's in it. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's now. He was my neighbor. Uh, upstairs for a while. He just he just left the building. Oh, like Elvis. <laughs> like Elvis, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I blamed. Uh, I have to go through all this. I don't did think he, I was. The did judge. he shit? Did he did he sh- get die on the toilet? Is, is that d- what you're yeah, trying to Peter Rieger died on the toilet, and that's what we say in this building is that he's left. Yeah, the you just say he left the building. <laughs> the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because 
my wife had no idea who he was, Peter, Peter Rieger. And I had worked with him on this film, but this is now years later, I'm moved into this building. I'm in the gym and I, he comes down to the gym and I can't, I'm freaked out. I'm like totally freaked out. Peter Rieger's in the gym and like, I can't talk to him. And my wife meets him in the lobby. And it's like, hi, I'm Heatha. How are you? What's your name? Oh, that's so cool. And they strike up a conversation. I'm like, you can't just go up and talk to Peter Rieger. What are you doing? So she has, she doesn't know. She had no fear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if anybody said to me that person over there is a celebrity and I had no idea who they are, I think that totally removes, uh, yeah. I'd be happy to go talk to them and not the, who are you question or, you know, the shit like that, that you get sometimes where like somebody from the group right. has to come over and ask. That's one thing that's sort of improved uh, celebrity relations uh, with the, everybody having the internet in their hand. So they don't have to come over and go, who are you? They can yeah. just look it up <laughs> real they fast. Just, they can look it up and act like you're not noticing that they're looking up who you are. <laughs> I've done that with people. I've done that with people who like, not necessarily celebrities, but people, friends I'm at a dinner with and they're like, Oh, I was in this movie, da da da. And I will look up their film on my phone to see like, if it's real, who's in it, da 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 da, you know? <laughs> And I've yeah. noticed some people have a different name on the IMDb than the, the name they just told me. And oh. then I, I'd be embarrassed. Sometimes I'd be like, so if you're this person, then who's Jane, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it, it's clear that I've been looking them up during the whole dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Seth, this has been yep. going great so far. Uh, what's up next is five and five. That's oh, Lord. where Doug Mellard and Doug Benson, we've each written five questions specifically for you, Seth Herzog, and we will ask you those questions right after this break. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back and we've got five and five questions written for Seth Herzog. They were written, all these questions were written in Doug Nation. Get it? In Doug Nation? <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it now. It took me a while. Yeah. We do it ourselves. We all farm this work out. We write these questions. But first. Is this, is this like uh, taking the fifth? <laughs> oh, that would be another, uh, that would be a name for it. Yeah, but that's what's yeah. his name has that on his show. Andy yeah. Cohen. Oh, he says, oh, and then they have the right to take the fifth to any um, of the questions that are. Yes, too they have. He asked them three things that are controversial and they can only plead the fifth on one. Okay, oh. so we're not going to do that then. Yeah. But uh, that, is, that is kind of fun. I All just, of ours are controversial, so. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you, yeah you, can't, you can't pass on, uh, <laughs> you can't take the fifth on any of them, but you could certainly, you know, avoid it or tell us why right. you don't want to answer, you know. Right. Um, all right, uh, but first, before we do that, one more little thing we need you to do. We need you to eat some leftovers. <laughs> um, last episode, we had on a great guest, a comedian, and Guy Obelum was on, and uh, we didn't get to, we talked so much uh, in the first part of the show that we didn't get to any of his questions. So wow. if you don't mind, Seth, we would like mm -hmm. you, you know, you can answer them any way you, you'd like, as him, as yourself, as both. But can we just, since we wrote these questions, can we ask you, the questions that we had for him. I would um, love it. Let's, we... let's ask me guys um, uh, questions. I'll answer them as accurate as I can. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've ever met Ngayo, but he's a uh, 
uh, African American comedian who's a okay. very big, very big weed advocate. He lives okay. in California, and he's a, a good friend of mine in the show. And uh, uh, let's just uh, go ahead and ask you what we were going to ask Great. him. Go ahead. Uh, so, Doug Mellard, you go first. First question for Ungayo Bila. So he kind of answered this. So I, I thought about scratching it, but I'd like to hear Seth's answer mm -hmm. for him. Okay. And then here. Okay. So here's a question. How does one get into juggling? You know, what's oh. funny. I'm glad you asked that. Um, you have to be named Doug and spend a lot of time alone. <laughs> um, how do you get into juggling? I feel like that's one of those things you do as a kid just to see if you could do it. And then if you get good at it within the first hour, you keep it up. Well, first hour, you got to commit that. If path. you're not good at it immediately, everyone bails. But if you feel like you picked it up pretty quickly, then you get excited and confident and you keep, you keep going. Yeah. yeah I, get I agree. Frustrated I agree. pretty quickly. If you say, I agree. I agree with that one hour. I agree <laughs> with that. Like, you know, I, mean, I, just, that's, I had a, that's a kind of, you know, that's the kind of starter commitment you need. Cause if one hour of trying to get it down is like so frustrating that you don't want to proceed, mm -hmm. uh, then it, it's time to get out because it, it, it takes hours and hours and hours to get like very comfortable at it. Like mm -hmm. I can keep three balls in the air for like, you know, 10 or 15 seconds. Like right. I've got that, I've gotten that far, mm -hmm. but, but you know, I've never committed to really taking the time. Right. And then also, even when you get good at it, what are you going to do with it? Like, you know, unless you step it up and learn to do something that's even harder than just keeping four or five balls in the air, then you're you're just going to be boring compared to all the amazing jugglers that are out there. <laughs> True. What's funny, Clark McFarlane, who's a big juggler, was a childhood friend of mine. And he was known in school as just like the kid who juggles because that was his thing. and He did it really well. And now he hosts like a big burlesque show in Paris or something. And like juggling is part of his bit. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's also what's fun about Ungayo is that like, he's an excellent juggler, but like he doesn't, you know, that's not his closer every time he does stand up. Like he only whips it out. Like uh, he told us last week or, or, you know, on the last show, he told us that he only does it if the crowd is really great or really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to have a talent like that where you could pull it out without prep like i'm just gonna do it or not do it and see how the night goes you know yes but then he did point out that you can't just do it without prep because you got to right. carry those fucking pins or oh, balls right. or whatever yeah. it is you're going to juggle because right. you got to be pretty amazing just pick up five glasses off of people's tables and juggle those or something <laughs> that's true that's true that's true yeah they don't i, I want to see that why don't they why doesn't a juggler ever juggler juggle a bunch of glass items here's the thing i know that i know they like to do the uh chainsaws but i think glass right. would be just as scary because if any two of the balls or items hit each other then suddenly you got shards of glass flying everywhere if i was a juggler i plant plastic ones on tables before the show and make it seem oh like yeah there you go tanius yeah but that sort of thing gets you killed <laughs> i love it you think it's like 1845 and everyone's got a gun <laughs> they're gonna no, they're gonna I shoot him if he's cheating i just said somebody's gonna swap somebody's gonna know you have to tell somebody somebody or somebody's gonna accidentally swap out that, that oh. plastic one with oh, the dangerous one you I know see. i'm just saying you, you i think thought you, you know. met everyone in the audience is like he's cheating <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. That was a great first question for Ungayo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first question for Ungayo is what's harder to juggle family career or six balls at once? I'm going to say family career because the six balls at once, you can stop doing that whenever you want. <laughs> you can't ever stop trying to juggle your family, your career. It's just nonstop. You wake up, it's happening. You have to do it. Right. You know, I think that's harder. Plus, plus you're not dealing with people's expectations when you're juggling six balls. Like when you're juggling family and career, you have expectations from like the public, you have expectations of yourself, your wife, your kids. You got to like, people want you to do stuff you don't want to do. Like there's a lot more factors. How do you uh, like divide up the, your time with the twins? Because I know both of you are busy, right? Yeah, we have people for that. 
Ah, I love it. That's how we do that. Yeah. Like a modern couple, we have someone else raise our kids. Yeah, but you got to work hard to raise the kind of money to do that. There's yeah, a whole so. process with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a terrific answer. I feel like uh, he he would definitely. Uh, I think he's. I think Ngaia would have said six balls because he told us uh, during the show that he can't juggle six balls. Oh, and really? he is juggling career and family. He is doing that. So he's doing a good a good job. Of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That's my opinion. All right, Doug, go ahead. Give him your uh, your next question. Uh, what was a possible hip hop influence for your hip hop group, the most chill slack mob? There's a lot of, we had a lot of influence for the most chill slacks. Um, I would say, <laughs> I'd say EPMD was a huge oh, yeah. influence on us. Um, especially that first line of, uh, relax your mind and let your conscience be free and get down to the sounds of a PMD. That whole vibe of like sleepy rap was very important to us and who we became. I wish you could really hear most chill slack mob because your answer is pretty accurate. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) Well, I bet, I bet. Cause like that's a genre sleepy rap is a genre rap. No one talks about. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's definitely, it's definitely sleepy cause he's got really, uh, just a really smooth, voice they I, I i went to go see them a lot it's just one of those bands that was put together and i i thought they were great and you know they're all friends of mine and then it just never you know never really took off but uh you know just also like the the name most chill slack mob that sounds kind of corny but it was long enough ago that it was a cool name 93 <laughs> <93? laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> it was in the, in the 90s that name was much better plus also they were they were really cool. It was fun. I was like friends with the drummer right. and, uh, you know, and they had a drummer, you know what I mean? It was a ba- right. it was an act with rapping, but they had musicians, you know, they had uh, instruments. So, uh, I, I really liked them a lot. And it's, it seems like, um, is it us three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The jazzy kind of, yeah. 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 It feels like that's what it'd be like, like us three or diggable planets or that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Very diggable like jazzy planets. rap. Yeah. Yeah, one time uh, Tony Kameen and I were doing stand-up in Chicago at a club and, uh, you know, Diggable Planets, that, that song was, uh, you know, you couldn't, you, you know, you couldn't uh, avoid it. You hear it everywhere. And so we were like, yeah, let's go see Diggable Planets after our show tonight. You know, they're playing at some club. And, uh, you know, how there's like some pretty long-ass streets in Chicago that, uh, you know, if you're going to the wrong end of the street, you're like, you know, you, it's an hour. <laughs> and yeah. so, so we had a cab driver take us to the wrong end of uh, whatever street it was we were trying to, uh, you know, because there was no there was no GPSing and shit. You know, it was just we had to cab drivers are supposed to know where they were going. Right. And uh, uh, anyway, so we totally we to- we absolutely missed a diggable planets show. No. So, that's my, so that's my diggable planets memory is I had the chance to see them live. Didn't and then and then they didn't have any more hit songs anyway. Is that the twins? The twins are here. Yes, oh, yes, yes. The you guys twins are hi. here. Oh my god, say, the twins. Hi. Hi. This is this is Savan. Say say hi. Hi. This is Kieran. Hi. hi. There you go. Hello. Hello. What do you guys can you say? You, can you say podcast? Can you guys say Wide World of Dugs? I want to say hi. Can you say Can you say Wide World of Dugs? Wide World of There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. Yep. They said Wide World of Dugs. Yeah, that's great. I, you know, yeah. we'll we'll use that sound bite for sure. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice that's a nice drop to have. So now, what do, what are they gonna? Will we hear them now from now on? Or no, they, they're they're being ushered out of the room. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, not that I don't like hearing from them. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, by security, they're being taken they're, out. Hold on. Yeah. What do you want to say, Kieran? What do you want to say? <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, oh, she wants me. She put her finger in her. Again? This she did not get her boobs done. She got her. She put her fingers in her bottom, and she wants me to smell them. No. (laughs) She's she's already trying out stand-up bits. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's she really wants everyone to smell her fingers. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Bye. Thank you. 
Yeah. Okay. We have a, a, another question. They ran out of the room. Okay. okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, that's right. my closer by the way i just stick my fingers up there <laughs> and just smell my fingers yeah, yeah. good night you just, you just go around the crowd till somebody does it and that's, <laughs> that would be a pretty applaud. funny way to end the show yeah oh lord here they come <laughs> oh they're coming back yeah is there uh, anything else you want to ask while she's karen's just gonna watch oh okay um i was gonna say to Ungayo Bilam, uh-huh. would you consider marrying a woman whose last initial is A, taking her name, and then uh-huh. your initials would be NBA? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I would do that in a second. That doesn't even make sense. Why would, I guess it would be, his initials would be NBA, but he, he'd still have a middle initial that would screw it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. E-B-A yeah. It'd be yeah. funny if it was a W, if his middle name was W. And and WBA, <laughs> <laughs> or just the fact that his initials are NA is kind of funny. Yeah, uh, right? not yeah. applicable. <laughs> yeah, or or Narcotics Anonymous. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, well, anyway, that was a dumb question. I, yeah, I I'm glad okay. I didn't. I'm glad I didn't ask Ungayo that. Uh, all right, so we have a few more minutes, Doug. Do you have okay. another? Give him another one. We have another thing you want to ask? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite form of edible. Favorite form of edible. Um, Should you be talking about this in front of the two-year-old? No, that's okay. I um, brownie, because who doesn't love a brownie? That's true. That's hard to. Right. Yeah. I will say the only time I've ever had really strong brownies was at uh, Doug. uh, I'm not Doug. George Lopez has a pot party in L.A. Um, every year. Yeah. Called who weed in my pool. No way. He makes t-shirts. There's like t-shirts and stuff. It's like a whole thing. It's a band. I've never, it's like, it's, I've it's, never been invited to this. Yeah. I went, well, I happened to be in LA and I knew someone who worked on his TV show and they brought me over. Oh, this um, has to happen. It's a pretty fun party. There's like lots of food. And, and anyway, they had like people in chefs outfits, like walking around with like trays of brownie bites and stuff, you know? Um, I don't even know that's, if he actually should be talking about this on. <laughs> well, he made shirts. He made shirts. It's true. I do. I do have a shirt. Yeah. So. Hey, keep this. Keep this weed party on the down low. Here's the shirt. <laughs> yeah. So so um, I did. I had one brownie bite, a single brownie bite, and it didn't hit me until hours later as I was driving home, <laughs> and my oh, yeah. brain blew up. Like my yeah. brain exploded. As one I'm driving bite. home, one bite of one brownie bite. Yes. Yeah, being too high on an like an edible kicking in while you're driving is really an interesting uh, experience. It was. It was <laughs> I've never concentrated so much in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a similar experience where it was the same thing. One bite. They didn't tell me it was a pot cookie until I had taken a bite. But I figured one bite. At the time, I wasn't really doing any weed or anything. I figured I can handle one bite, but it was the same thing where it was like an hour later it kicked in and I had 0.6 miles to go to get home, but I could not figure out those 0.6 miles. It was impossible. It was so hard. Yeah, it's tough. I almost had to pull, pull over, but I was like, if I did, I'd wait for seven hours. Like who knows how long <laughs> yeah, I'd wait yeah. for. <laughs> Is it my wow. turn? Yeah. 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 You're up. Okay. Uh, Ungayo, you are the judge on cooking on high on netflix were you also the jury and executioner oh my god <laughs> the answer is yes uh, almost every single person who's on that show is now dead all right good that's a that was an easy one your turn doug <laughs> that's a wild show i gotta check this out uh Corey, hurry, wait, hurry let's get through these all right star trek <laughs> or star wars oh Star Wars. Is that Ungayo or are you saying that? Uh, I don't know how he feels about stuff. <laughs> I, feel, I feel he's more Star Trek, but I can't be sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's more live long and prosper. But I, for me, I could, I could watch a Star Wars at any time. 
Yeah, I like your Star answer. Trek. I just don't know the lore enough of all the different genres and and shows. Yeah, the, there's so know. much more Star Trek because of all the series and and right. they they even made more movies. Maybe right. not more Star movies. Than Star Wars has Wars, like but... the same group of characters almost in all of them. Well, Star Trek every iteration has like a different group of characters. Right. Exactly. You know. You know they don't mention they don't mention the captains of previous ships that often. No, I mean maybe yeah. they do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch every movie, every Star Wars. It's Skywalker, this Skywalker, that, and That's nobody a... stops and goes, "Isn't it ironic or weird or just plain unusual that a kid that ends up being a pilot was born with the last name Skywalker?" <laughs> <laughs> what a wild thing. Okay, uh, Ungayo, how high are you right now? How high are you right now on a scale of one to high? High. Perfect. <laughs> Doug, I think we have time for like one more Ungayo question. All right. Uh, let's do Corgis versus Labs versus Bulldogs. Oh, three-wayer. Wow. Okay. Um, a bulldog's bulldog's going to win every every time. Wow, really? Cool. I figured a lot of Especially in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean an actual fight. I want to see the yeah, fight. Yeah, you did yeah. say versus. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe if they did like a wrap off, the Corgi might win. <laughs> but what's the first, fight, what, what's yeah. the first rule of Dog Fight Club? <laughs> Bring snacks. Um, I'm sorry to say this, Seth, but we ran out of time. We're not going to get to your questions. Oh, man. Yeah, we wrote all these questions for you, but I guess we'll just have to ask the the guest we'll on the ask next the show. next guy. Ask the, I can't wait to see who that is and what they what they say. Yeah, could be a could be a guy, could be a gal, could, could be, be someone who band. doesn't know me at all. Yeah, maybe a band. I don't know. Um, but before we go, let's do uh, Doug plugs. Okay. Um, which is tell us what you've got. Plug it up, Seth. Um. Well, we could, you guys could see Boy Band. It's a movie I did that came out last year on Amazon. Very funny film with uh, Steve Agee and Dave Hill and Jordan Carlos, plus cameos with Questlove and Jerry O'Connell and Gilbert Gottfried. And uh, you're in a movie with King Shark? Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and we Steve shot Agee. It. We Steve shot Agee. It. Yeah. Was uh, the on set King Shark on uh, yeah. the Suicide Squad opening tonight? Yes, he wasn't the voice. He was Ooh. just in the costume. Yeah, and he also plays another character where you actually see him and hear his voice. Oh, good, uh, good, good, I don't know the name of that character. Oh, good, I'm glad. Um, uh, what else? So um, if you're in New York City, I'm doing a sweet show at the Chelsea Music Hall on August 17th uh, with Dave Cross and a bunch of other people. It should be really fun. Cool. Um, and you can find me online, Seth Zog on Instagram and The Zog on Twitter. That's terrific. That was, yeah. you were a great guest, Seth Herzog. Can I confirm you right now for uh, t 12 guests of Christmas at the Gramercy Theater? If we on, do it, I will 100% be there. On Sunday, November 28th. If Yes. If we do it, I will 100% be there. Even if though it happens, you'll birthday. be a part of it. Yes. It's your brother's birthday? The 28th, yes, but I will. I will. You can get out of your brother's birthday to do this. I bet. I bet he won't be having a party. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but we uh, obviously with all gigs, uh, the, the doing it as safely as possible is the uh, is definitely um, the plan. So, if the show happens, I'm excited to say that one of the 12 guests will be. Seth, San Antonio this weekend. Me and Doug Mellard, two shows. Sacramento, yeah, yeah Sacramento punchlines where I'm going to be August 14th. Helium in Indianapolis on August 28th. Uh, helium, of course, is uh, is a gas. And um, Rosemont, Illinois, Zanies on September 12th. DougLovesMovies.com for all of my dates. Doug Mellard, what do you got to plug? Uh, again, I'll be there with you this weekend, Doug's yeah. three, and then uh, Glow Show at the Ballroom in Austin, eight eighteen, and then uh, September 9th through the eleventh at the Philly Punchline. Oh, nice! 
Oh, yeah. I just remembered another plug. Doug Miller's going to be uh, September 9th through the 11th. He's going to be at the Philly Punchline. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, you did that for me, so I might as well do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh shit! I've uh, I, I didn't ever have a Doug pun come up during the course of the episode that we can use for the title. Ooh. Oof. Uh, so we're just gonna call it. Uh, uh, thanks again, Seth Herzog. And as always, uh, out of Doug puns. <laughs> hey, no, no, no.